Hello and welcome to Hands-On Techie Talks, where we talk about all things creation and innovation for kids like you. My name is Danielle Boyer, and I'm a young Indigenous educator, author, and robot maker. And I'm Vinia Gunnishaker, a 13-year-old changemaker who loves robots helping my community and protecting our environment. It is our first episode of the new year, and we are so excited to be back. We spent the past few weeks inventing new robots, teaching classes, and preparing for the new school year. That's so exciting. Remember that you can follow along with this episode at home at www.steamconnection.org slash hands-on. Today, we have a super special guest that we've actually had before on the podcast. His name is Rob Maldonado, and um, he is actually a mechanical engineer. He created a really cool initiative called CAD Model of the Day, where he posts new models every single day. And he actually shared a little bit about that with us um, a few months ago now. And we're really excited to have him here today to talk more about some of our goals and some of our uh, missions for, you know, this new year, like what we're going to be doing, uh, what we were doing over the holidays. Thanks for having me over. Yeah, I got a lot of things I've been thinking about and, you know, can't wait to share what I'm planning for this new year. So over the past few weeks and like during Christmas and stuff, I was doing a lot of different projects. Uh, In our last podcast episode, we talked a little bit about a new robot that I came up with named 20. And it's a really fun robot that's like open source. So you can download all the resources right now on your computer, which is so exciting. It's on my website at www.steamconnection.org slash 20. And I actually did this project with Rob and he was actually my design mentor in this process. As you all may know, I'm studying engineering right now, but I don't have an engineering degree. And a degree basically means that you know more of what you're doing when it comes to engineering. And I still have a really long way to go with that. And so having a design mentor allows me to be able to make more uh, concrete decisions and allows me to be a better designer, especially when I was having some software troubles, which I was having. So uh, Rob, can you share a little bit about that process and what it was like working on the 20 robot? Oh yeah, it was really a pleasure because it was kind of this back and forth uh, diatribe, like Obviously, you designed the robot and you had such a concrete idea. And I think what was really what was left was just the the exact execution. As an example, um, there is a part on 20 right now that is like a cardboard top. It how yeah, a, a card yeah, a cardboard cap. It houses, you know, the breadboard, the battery, the battery pack and other stuff like that. So uh, we wanted to make it, you know, kind of a large surface so you can decorate it and make it look all, all cool and stuff like that. So that was your, you, that was your idea. And what I did was I took that and just to see how it looks like, oh, how, what if the cap was this tall? No, I think it should be taller, you know, stuff like that and end up with, you know, a, a, basically a flat pattern that you could glue to your cereal box and cut it out. And so it's just taking that idea from like, concept to a final flat pattern that anyone could cut out at home yeah you know i think it's very fun and what's really special about this is that we did all of this design process over the computer so we actually use zoom as a way to communicate our design ideas as well as execute the design which I think is really cool because everything right now has been virtual, right? Especially during the pandemic. I mean, for like a year now, everything has been virtual. So to be able to design a robot with more than one person, 
over just Zoom is really, really cool. And I don't know if you all know this, but uh, Vinia and I actually created this entire podcast virtually. We've only seen each other once in person since we started the podcast. So I think that's really interesting. Uh, Vinia, can you talk a little bit about um, the virtual process and maybe something you've learned while just communicating with people over Zoom? It's been really interesting um, to do this entire podcast virtually, but the thing about it is that it's actually been pretty fun. I'd say, yeah, the same amount of fun as it would have been in person if we had done an in-person podcast. And that just goes to show that um, whatever you've been doing in the past, if you've been doing it in person, then there's always a way to switch to virtual and a safe way to do the thing that you've been doing. I totally agree. And, you know, what's interesting about, uh, Rob, your work is that you were already uh, moving all your stuff virtually before the pandemic even happened. A lot of your work, I mean, you're in um, content creation on Instagram at Virtual Flat CAD. It's his profile. You should check it out. You also have a YouTube channel and different content like that. And it's really interesting to me that you were prepared virtually for the pandemic before it even happened. What's one thing that you recommend to people who are still adjusting? I think what helps me be prepared to work uh, virtually, uh, of course, there's a equipment side to it where I have this, you know, pretty, pretty comfortable setup. And I think that's very, something that's very important. It's something that people neglect is that at your desk, you should be comfortable. But I think the thing that, you know, anyone can have to make working virtually easier is just a little bit of uh, patience. I have a, a contracting job where I'm designing like a wind turbine. And, you know, it was very fascinating because if this pandemic happened, let's just say 10 years ago, 2010, I think the whole world would have come to a stop, just, you know, dead on. Because the only only communicating app back then was Skype. It was kind of (laughs) bad. Skype is bad, yeah, I totally agree. It was was pretty bad. And um, just all the software is just not up to par. I, I think the way I was working with Danielle virtually And similar to the way I worked with my boss is, you know, we bounce ideas off of each other and then I get feedback from Danielle. So for, for example, she says, I want to make a wheel, just like a paint roller for 20. And I'm saying, thinking like, okay, paint rollers are cool, but I don't see how that, how that, how that will attach. And then, you know, she starts talking about it. She explains it. And then it's like, okay, I think I know what you got. And what's really interesting is that I actually remember I was in the uh, car with my mom and I was like, oh my gosh, what if I made a wheel like a paint roller? She's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, a paint roller. I was like, you know how it has kind of like a frame and then kind of like a bead on it. And you can use that and you roll it around. And that's how you're able to not touch paint as you're painting a surface and how, you know, you don't get your hands dirty or different things like that and how (laughs) it actually rolls. So you're not like painting your wall with like basically the equivalent of just a toilet paper tube or something. What was interesting about that is she was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. What do you mean? I was like, come on, paint roller, paint roller. And it was like super late at night. I always think the best really late at night and not early in the day. And by early in the day, I mean before 3 p.m. <laughs> and I was like, come on, this is such a great idea. She didn't know what I meant. And I remember talking to Rob and I'm like, what if this idea is possible? And he's like, I really, what? What are you talking about? And um, I sketched the design and I was like, what if, is this possible? Is this doable? And he was like, what? Yes, yes. 
And that was such an interesting like discussion because I didn't expect someone to get kind of my mental picture of like the paint roller robot. And the reason why I really like it is because it replaces something called a ball caster. You might find things like like ball casters, like uh, the rollers on a chair, uh, something like that. And you'll you'll find them on the bottom of furniture, but they're mostly made out of metal, and that can like scratch up your wood floors. It can be kind of a pain to work with. It can be really heavy. I was like, we can do better. We can 3D print this. It actually has a pipe cleaner inside of it, which is really cool, and then it moves. And I was like, this is insane to me that this was possible. It just took drawing an idea to communicate it to be able to like have this conversation is a doable. As someone who's an engineering student, to be able to ask questions like, is this possible? That is so important because frankly, I don't know always what I'm doing. I am not perfect at everything. And while I would like to be, it is a total a learning journey. So to be able to have someone to ask those questions to is just awesome. And that's, I think, kind of my uh, dynamic with Vinny a bit. When she has questions and things, she's able to ask me. And um, her robotics team, her robotics team is actually, uh, they have a meeting like in a few minutes from, you know, when we're recording this now. But Vinia is able to ask her mentors and her coaches for help when she needs it. But a lot of the decisions and a lot of the, the choices that she has to make in her robot is made by her. And uh, that is actually why you're on the programming team. You're really interested in making those decisions and uh, making that stuff happen. What's your favorite thing about being on the programming team? Um, probably just the feeling it gives you when you code stuff out, I mean, t type stuff out on your computer. And then you just connect a few wires and plugs to a phone, which um, virtually connects to the robot. It's a bit of a complicated process, but it's really fun when you get mm -hmm. it. But actually seeing the robot move out of something you typed out on a computer, it's always an exhilarating feeling. And also, um, one more thing I want to say is um, listening to the paint roller story with you and Rob and your mom. Mm -hmm. um, communicating ideas out to people has never been easier to me, but quarantine has forced us literally into going into like a re remote uh, virtual setting. And I think that has really helped me grow my communication skills. And even if you might, may not realize it, it probably has grown your communication skills too. I totally agree. It has made me kind of reach into myself about how am I communicating? So a lot of the time when I'm say at conferences and at different events, I'm able to communicate to people because I'm holding a robot in my hand. I have pictures on my phone. I'm talking to them. They can see me. They can see I'm wearing a shirt that says my organization on it. They can see that I have drawings on it that I did. And they have an idea of what my personality is like. And from there, they're like, hey, we want to work with Danielle. But when everything's virtual, those same opportunities are way, way different. And uh, a lot of my work is in communications, is in giving lectures. I try to bring my personality through even online and how other people see you is so like such a small fraction of who you are as a person. And Rob, I'm sure you can feel this way, especially as someone whose work, your work as a content creator isn't even about you. It's about uh, your designs. So how do you feel kind of being separated from that as a person? Um, personally, uh, I, I really don't mind. Like I really love seeing the totality of the project and just, you know, it's just fun to scroll down my Instagram page and just see like all these little designs that 
I've done showcasing some aspects, you know, some of the entries of CAD model of the day are kind of my diary a little bit in, in some way that's just posted for more than 44,000 people to see. Like if something special happens, like I'll, you know, model an item commemorating that. And, you know, for example, for Danielle's birthday, you know, she, she mentioned earlier, you know, she loves Stingray. So like, you know, let's model, model Stingray, you know, so I can go back. It's like, oh, I did that for her birthday. And it's like really cool. To, like a memory. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a memory and it's there permanently. He's, he's literally catted gears, a cat, a hanger, yeah. a, like a lollipop. The Snapchat uh, hot dog filter. He's catted a spatula, marbles, a boomerang, <laughs> a bell, a robot, a clip, a magnet, one of those slinky snakes that moves around, uh, a rubber mallet. He's catted a, a bat. He's catted literally everything you can think of, like an old-fashioned phone. Um, he's catted a funnel, stuffed animals that kind of looks like a whale, but I'm not sure. Candy. He's uh, catted uh, like a lamp, ice cream. This is insane. This is absolutely insane to me because it just shows um, kind of the dedication that you have to put in to be able to pursue uh, your dream and what you want to share with others. And that's so special because people are able to look at his account every single day and see something new. And um, I, not all of you may be on social media yet, but it is such an interesting place because there are so many different things out there to be able to create and to be able to work with. And I think that's so, so special. So kind of uh, moving into a new topic, let's talk about this new year and some of our goals. So for me personally, I really want to be able to reach more kids with my robots this year. I want to be able to reach more kids with uh, our awesome podcast this year. I also want to be able to do more things with my organization, like uh, I, I teach a lot of classes. I would like to publish the book that I've been working on. I would really like to be able to spend more time with family and friends. Those are some things that I've been like really thinking about and emphasizing and trying to work on, as well as my health, because that's something that I don't always think about. And I know in our last podcast episode, or maybe the one before, we were talking a bit about the new year and what some of our goals were. And one of our main goals was like going outside more, taking some time. So every single week I've been going on a run. And this is not as much as I used to do, especially because it's cold outside. But I'm still going on a run every single week to try to fulfill not really a resolution. I don't think of things as a sense of like what's a resolution, what isn't. I more think of things as what is uh, healthy for me to do, what is a good habit. And so that's a direction I've been moving in. How about you, Vinia? What are some of the goals that you kind of had and are focusing on and how are you making those happen? Yeah, I can totally see you achieving all of your goals this year. So that is pretty cool. And I'm also really excited to get to play with 20 this year. So, yeah. but even though COVID-19 has been devastating mm -hmm. for a lot of people, literally everyone, um, I don't think I would be who I am today, even though that sounds really dramatic, without that quarantine time period. Yeah, During, we still are in Well, it. we're still in it, but, but yeah. During this thing, I've learned a lot of new things about who I want to be and just in general. And going into mm -hmm. 2021 with that is, it feels really cool for me, so. 
Yeah, kind of those things you've learned about even communication, how to send people a good email, how to be able to get a robot made, even if it's just through a screen. All of these things are really important skills and can honestly be a little bit stressful too. It's it's a lot to take on yourself to learn all of these things almost all at once. Um, but how about you, Rob? What are some goals that you had maybe last year and how are you making those happen now? Well, yeah. So before I get into that, I just want to say, you know, Vinny, a very good insight. You know, that's something that's very insightful. And now that you mention it, like, I think I've gotten a little better with my communication as well. Um, but for this year, I'm going to focus on making CAD model the day of, you know, no plans to stop it, but I want to make it uh, bigger, bigger than ever. You know, that's going to be the theme here. Like I want to make better models. I want to get more into more simulations. So instead of just screenshots, you know, I, I can show like how parts flex when they're, when they're loaded or a lot. I also want to get into, um, renderings as well. I'd like to help increase my, my skills there. And you just do that by practice. And can you tell our audience what a render is? Oh yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, uh, and a render, uh, being basically a picture of a 3d model, I guess. But the picture is uh, generated. Very realistic. Yeah, ge general. Yeah. They're, they're generated in, in such a way that they look realistic. And a lot of packaging that we see nowadays and promotion for different items, say everything from like a toy to a vacuum cleaner, those things aren't real. And uh, they're actually made on your computer, which is really interesting. You can change the color, you can change the texture, the environment, all of these things you can completely control with your computer. And I just think that um, learning about all these things is really interesting. And I feel like a big theme among all of us is that learning is a big uh, component of our 2021. I mean, Vinny and I are both students. I'm still finishing up a neurodevelopmental disabilities fellowship, which is basically everything from uh, autism to ADHD and learning how to not only help myself, um, but to also help other kids. And I've been working on that. And I also got a mental health first aid certification so that I know how to handle emergency situations. And I did that like a few days ago. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. And yeah, we need more, more people like that around. Yeah. yeah and it, it really helps you be informed about different things and kind of know different statistics. And it's like, Mental health is such a big thing for so many of us. And it's like, how can we help solve those problems that we see around us? And I think definitely learning is a big theme for us. Like Rob is going to be learning about um, how to diversify the content on his platform. He's going to learn how to do even more in CAD. Vinia, you have a lot of learning just even as a student. And um, I definitely have a lot of learning as a student to go as well. Um, I can definitely say that this year, I really want to work on actually knowing how to build a robot and how to actually engineer it. Um, because right now, I just have a lot of ideas and not much on what I'm going to do with them. And that's perfectly okay. Even just having ideas is a direction that a lot of people don't have. And I'm really excited because we're actually going to be talking about all of this, the three of us, on a panel that's coming up. And it's called um, Young Educational Leaders at an event called 3D Experience World 2021. And registration is still open and will be open when this podcast episode is up. It is uh, in February, I believe, like from the 9th to the 11th or something like that. And you can register as a student. You can have your parents register, your teacher register. You can even register as a class. 
and you can check out really cool content from different engineers as well as our panel. We're going to be talking about robotics teams. I'm super, super excited because um, I've been working on this panel myself for quite a while now. Um, and Rob is actually our moderator, which means he's going to be the one asking us questions and helping facilitate a discussion as well as questions from an audience. So it's like a live event. So if you want to check that out, it is on the 9th of February. And if you want to learn more about what we're doing as educators, as well as like just our day-to-day lives and some things that really mean a lot to us, be sure to check that out. And um, you can actually register and learn more uh, on our website at www.steamconnection.org slash young leaders panel. Oh, I can also say with full confidence that whenever I go to Rob's page, it always surprises me because he has some really cool stuff there. So feel free to check that out. Oh, yeah. His page is always so exciting. And I I look for his cat every single day and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. And um, it just makes me wish that I could do that because um, I know he's one of the busiest people I know. He's like a very busy engineer. And to know that he's pulling off CAD model of the day alongside all of the work that he's doing is insane to me. It's like, I'm busy, but I could, I could never, you know? I think, I think the key is just, and th- part of the reason I started it just to get over my perfectionism, you know, cause I, I love things to be perfect, but you know, me saying that there is a deadline at midnight and you just have to get something out there. And I think that's the key, the flexibility is is in what I can show people. Can it could be just a screenshot, could be an animation, could be a render, or I could make something like very very fancy. But if I can just get a screenshot of something, then I fulfilled the the project, and I think that's what makes it healthy and has been very fulfilling to be to be uh, working on. Well, thank you so much, uh, Rob, for joining us to talk more about your work as well as the panel that's coming up. Um, I know this was kind of a casual discussion. We're going to have more environmental innovation content coming out in the upcoming weeks. And we're really excited. We have some super special guests. Um, We even have like an author coming and a lot of really special people. So be sure to tune in. And also, again, you can follow along with this episode at www.steamconnection.org slash hands on for more information. We also have uh, the 20 robot, which we just released, that you can start 3D printing now to make your own robot at home. And I'm so, so proud of this project. Um, It really was something that we poured our hearts into at the Steam Connection. And if you want to make your own robot, go ahead and do that. And that's at www.steamconnection.org slash 20. And you can find all of these links in the description of where you're listening to this podcast, whether it be Spotify, Audible, or Apple Podcasts.